It is Monday, December 30th, 2019, uh, for the last time at least, uh, and welcome to another episode of uh, the final episode of the season of Inquiry. Today's episode, of course last one, we will be going over Inquiry highlights, Some going over some of the funniest, more funny moments of this, e- of this season of Inquiry. Also, we'll be delving into the retardation that is a Trump site called, and I quote, snowflakevictory.com, how to win arguments with your liberal relatives. We will be learning how to win arguments with our liberal relatives. CNN pushing Klobuchar. Trump actually was for Bush impeachment, spitting facts uh, back in 2008. But, um, all this and more on the final episode of the season and the decade of Inquiry. So to start off here, uh, Donald Trump and his team, uh, I- uh, realizing the vast, vast stupidity in his um, in his base, in his supporter base, uh, decided to start up, started to create a whole ass website called, and this is not even a fucking joke here. This is a fucking. This is literally what the what the website is called called snowflakevictory.com where I'm opening it up here right now how to win an argument with your liberal relatives so anticipating the holiday season you know you have your relatives coming in you gather around christmas uh christmas um christmas dinner right talk about politics get into politics and then you get into a quarrel with your goddamn liberal crazy ass liberal real relatives with your relatives and um anticipating this he starts his um team starts a whole fucking website complete with um <clears throat> basically just some videos here like uh, there's different sections the Trump economy is strong. It is important to enforce immigration law and build the wall. Other countries are finally paying their fair share. Trump is improving our trade deals. Trump approach to health care is better than Dems, who would kill employer-provided health care. Trump is expanding his reach beyond beyond just his base. base. Women, Latinos, and black support is growing. Trump, Trump uh, tax cuts that fuel the economy. Dems would raise taxes on everyone by repealing just these points here. And you click on them and you get a video here. And then under the video, you have the script of the video. Because, um, um, yeah, it wasn't enough just to have these this uh, whole ex- explanation down here. Because, you know, Trump supporters can't read. So you need a video to help them. So, um, what I, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to go through, through each of these, pretty much most of all of these, um, 
little sections and just fucking just smack all of them down. Basically. Again, this is literally called snowflakevictory.com. You can hop on it as well. And literally, it's a picture of Donald Trump uh, pointing and in big-ass bold font, how to win an argument with your liberal relatives. Uh, let's uh, start off here. Trump economy is strong. I'm not going to read this shit. I'm just going to play the video. Hopefully you can hear. I mean, we're enjoying the hottest and strongest economy this country has seen in 50 years. And this is due to President Trump's common sense job creation. Ah, uh, yes. Here are some points you can highlight for your liberal friends and family. And it's all backed up by facts, not feelings. I'd like to take this moment to take a recognition that this is all backed up by facts, not feelings. Why do I feel like Ben Shapiro wrote the script for this shit? And also, all these videos you have, you can barely even fucking hear their arguments because it's covered with fucking this goofy-ass fucking music trying to act all, Oh, thanks to Donald Trump, the economy is very strong. I mean... Okay. This goofy fucking music. The U.S. has added more than 7 million new jobs since President Trump was elected. Uh, the, the part about this job is... What kind of jobs are being created, number one? Number one, you, he can't even take her credit. Let me start this off. He can't even take full credit for this economy booming. It's been on a trend upwards this whole entire time. Since the Obama admin. Also... Yes, the economy, we're in a bubble right now. Um, tax cuts do that. When you uh, ta- when you um, give money to the rich, I, I think I said this in the last episode, you give money to the rich. Um, historically, this has happened with uh, Reaganomics, the Bush tax cut. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to say we're kind of in like the 2006-2007 state of things where the economy is doing really great right now. It is doing it is doing pretty good. Um, uh, he's gonna come in here, and I, he's probably gonna talk about um, fucking the unemployment rate, and um, uh, probably talk about wages. Who knows? Which is actually funny because you know wages aren't that good, but um, the economy is doing good. But guess what? I've, this has happened historically. It's gonna it's gonna fail. It's gonna drop. We're gonna have. Another recession coming very, very soon. Um, this always happens. Reaganomics. You had the crash, I believe, in '87 or fucking whenever it was. After Reaganomics, after the tax cuts. Yeah, right now we're in the 2006, 2007 state. But then you know what happens afterwards? 2008. You had the the Great Recession. So yes, we're in this we're in this bubble right now, but it's gonna burst. So um going to be happening pretty soon because i mean <clears throat> 2007 2006 um some of some of the older 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 listeners 
might you guys i mean i wasn't i was fucking like fucking like what three four around then i'm not gonna fucking i don't remember th- uh this but some of the older listeners you might you might, you might actually remember um <clears throat> watching the news and you see the economy was doing great you know nobody's talking about um anyone who would ever come on and say dude this is great right now but it's gonna it's gonna you see after a while it's gonna you know this bubble's gonna burst we're in a bubble currently they were just like no you're a loser no dude it's not gonna happen 2008 great recession you know what i mean it's 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 historically this happens so this includes over 500,000 new manufacturing jobs and nearly 4 million jobs i really i really can't and fucking take this music at all soaring. The unemployment rate continues to be at a historically low level, recently ticking down to three and a half percent. That's a 50 year low. Again, what kind of jobs are being created? You have um, low wage jobs. Also, I believe the unemployment rate, it doesn't um, take into account uh, people who have stopped looking for jobs. Who has you have given up basically? The Trump economy is boosting every community. The unemployment rates for women, Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, and veterans again with the unemployment are also vote. at historically low levels. What kind of jobs being created? It's not just jobs; it's bigger paychecks. American workers are also seeing higher wages thanks to the Trump economy. Our friends and neighbors from all backgrounds are enjoying the healthiest, strongest, and most uplifting economy we've seen in decades. And by re-electing President Trump, it will continue to grow for years to come. President. Again, most of this has been on an upward trend. I, I believe. Um, I'm taking a look here. You know, the, the the there's been a trend up in GDP growth. Um, since the Obama administration, this, you can't you can't take credit for that. Uh, it's just, yeah. Trump overcame the years of anemic economic growth we experienced under the Obama-Biden administration, and we won't go back. We can't go back. Democrat socialist policies are contrary to the American way of life. So don't How forget so? to tell these key facts about the strong Trump economy. Oh, wait. Talking to your- yeah. Democratic socialist views are 100% against the American way of life. Want to know why? Because the American way of life is the top percent of people, the wealthy people, uh, prospering um, while the majority suffering. Uh, the American way of life is uh, not having access to health care. You know, and the, the socialist point of view is, yes, it's against the American way of life. Because you don't fucking die. Due to not having access to basic fucking things like healthcare. So, yes, you're correct on that fucking point. Okay, this is just a bunch of sucking cock. Be like, thanks, thanks to President Trump. We now have an economy, and oh my god, he's so sexy. Please vote for him. Um, <clears throat> moving on to the next bit. It is important to enforce immigration law and build the wall. Our country safer. Shit. 
This is not me restart that. This issue securing our nation from threats. Here we go again. Here we go again with the fucking music, dude. You can't even hear the fucking arguments over this music. He believes Americans have a right to live in safe communities, and this administration has delivered on that promise. Now, let's start debunking some of these liberal lies. These goddamn liberal lies. Cages, although they literally are cages. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. It was used under the Obama administration. You know what that means? That means it makes it it makes it okay, basically. That's that's basically what they're arguing. Look, you're not gonna get me if some dumbass Republican relative came up to me, I'd be like this. You're not gonna get me to fucking support Donald I mean uh Barack Obama, alright? You're not gonna you're not you're just simply not gonna get me to do that. And um <clears throat> Just because he is a president of the opposite party who did the same thing doesn't mean that makes it correct. And also, I believe they're going to go, they're going to talk about um, also the, the, um, <clears throat> if I'm looking on here, they're going to be like, also the, um, uh, the family separation was carried out by the Obama administration. When, <clears throat> okay, and Donald Trump, under his zero tolerance policy, accelerated that. So what's your fucking point? What is your fucking point? In fact, the Obama administration and Joe Biden started using them as early as 2014. And when it comes to family separation, it was the Trump administration that put an end to this practice. They put an end to after their practice, after they accelerated it. Still have kids in cages. Like, <clears throat> put an end to after this, after pressure. So I don't, I don't, I don't really think that's a win on Donald Trump's fucking part. Which was also already in place before President Trump took office. Like most of us, President Trump's ancestors were immigrants. Okay, and here's what she's about to do. She's like... He's around a lot of immigrants, meaning like he can't be against immigrants. Although he cre although he created a fucking against um he created a whole entire Muslim ban. Okay, so what's your point? And the fact that he's doing this shit right now, I don't give a shit. Um, if you fucking banging an immigrant currently. First lady who is herself an immigrant. So let's be clear that President Trump is opposed to illegal immigration, which is exactly oh, is why he wants to secure our borders and communities with a wall on our southern border. Not only do walls work. No, they don't work. Um, <clears throat> first of all, uh, the most uh, most of the immigrants, the undocumented immigrants, are here. Uh, due to visa overstays, walls cannot stop visa overstays. Um, second of all, you know what else? He's talking about the drugs pouring across uh, and into our country. Well, guess what? Drugs, most uh, drugs are smuggled through 
legal ports of fucking entry. So the problem... The problem... Or the, the immigration crisis is not... Okay, a bunch of fucking Mexicans jumping over a fence. The problem with the drugs smuggling visa overstays is how they get in here. Um, <clears throat> also, the reason they even get in the they there is they had they get in here illegally a lot is um another problem, uh, like the minimal like um although the, like the minimal instances where they do cross the border and uh you know the wall blah 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 uh, across the border in the way that you think is due to this problem here called there's a backlog in asylum applications so people who apply for asylum are waiting waiting so much when um they need to get into this country uh, quickly, quicker, so they uh, look to illegal means to get in this country. Uh, so I think it's so a wall is putting a band aid on a bigger problem. Um, how about you tackle the fucking backlog of uh, asylum applications? Shut the work, but they are safer for border communities on both sides and violence. Consider this. After a triple layer barrier was built in the San Diego border sector, border patrol arrests dropped 96%. God damn. This administration's efforts to stop illegal immigration are working. And on deportations, this is actually one of the biggest lies our liberal friends say. The Trump administration has actually deported fewer overall people than President Obama did. Again, with the but what about President Obama? Donald Trump, you see, has actually deported less people than uh, the the Negro that was in office before. Um, again, you're not going to get me support Obama's policies, but also that doesn't matter because you want to know what Obama did. Although he did this shit, he did other good. He did other good things like <clears throat> the stuff that uh, Trump. Is threatening to take away, has taken away um, DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Uh, Donald, uh, what's his name? Uh, President Obama has taken steps to, you know, <clears throat> grant access for kids who, in, in DACA, who, for kids um, who are in the country, who has, have been in this country their whole entire lives, because their parents came here and they had no choice, so why would you um, penalty them? Um, this is the type. This is shit that Trump has looked to gotten to taken away. So um, even with this fear of deportations in uh, Barack Obama, um, there's still other things that Trump has done. Also, you see the constant um, vilifying of these people. By him, so it's a rhetoric as well. Um, a rhetoric, a racist rhetoric that you had ha that you didn't get from Obama. So, fuck off, basically. In the same amount <coughs> of time, what 
the Trump administration has done is make our communities safer. What Donald Trump has also done is um, taken, is taken, like I just said, taken away fucking DACA. So as you can see, once again, the facts are on our side. Now they're going to suck their cocks and be like, yeah, don't let them damn liberals get away with third island cockle points and faux feelings. The facts are the facts. When it comes to making our country safer and forcing our laws, yeah, fuck off. Uh, what's next? Trump has a has Trump approach to health care much better than the Democrats who quote would kill employee employer provided health care. Uh, like I said, as if anyone gives a fuck about their health care, uh, employer provided health care at least. Um, <clears throat> like to squawk a lot about President Trump, Republicans, and healthcare. But the truth is, the 2020 Democrats are the ones who want to strip you of your employer-provided health insurance. Remind your relative that Oh my God, Edna! Edna! What about my insurance, dude? I love when they uh, price me to death quite literally. That's proposed government takeover of healthcare take away the health insurance of 180 million Americans and more than 20 million seniors would lose Medicare Advantage. Elizabeth Warren's plan alone would cost taxpayers $52 trillion. I don't know where she got the number $52 trillion because I'm seeing uh, more like 20 and a half. Undoubtedly raising taxes on the... Also, they're talking about... Your uh, insurance is going to be taken away, completely ignoring the fact that they're going to be covered with health care. Wow, you, literally everyone will be covered. I don't know if you do, if you um understand this, but under your policies, there's always going to be fucking people uh, who aren't covered. Um, I forget what the number was, but um, currently, um. People uninsured, I believe, it was like around like twenty million um, people uninsured in America. Twenty-seven point five million who are people uninsured. Who people are who are uninsured right now? This is the type of um, uninsurance that that um, your policies would cause. So I don't think you want. I don't think you understand. Yes, we're taking away your private insurance, but you're going to be fucking covered. You're not gonna be, and you're not gonna be literally priced to death. You're gonna be able to afford healthcare. The middle class. Some of your relatives will say, well, <clears throat> "I support Joe Biden and Mayor Pete's public option alternative." <clears throat> don't let these proposals fool <clears throat> you either. Their plans are designed to kill employer-provided insurance. Also, uh, not really, not really. Um. Pete and like Joe Biden are on he, more on your side, buddy. I mean, what are you talking about? They still have their pretend, pretend progressive um, uh, plans that will keep employer employer provided insurance. Fucking literally, Pete Buttigieg's gay ass fucking plan. I'm that's not a pun at all. Um, gay ass fucking plan. Literally, um, it's called Medicare for all who want it. So you have a fucking option to be priced to death. So, I mean, I don't know why you are disagreeing. He's your fucking ally, probably. 
If you offer a government plan, some people will take it. And that will leave fewer people in the employer-provided plan, which will cause rates to rise, which will drive more people into the government plan, which will raise taxes in the employer plan, which will, you get the idea. So don't have the employer plan at all? Like, is this a case for... This is a case for Bernie Sanders' um, Medicare for all. The fuck? Ask your relatives if they like going to the DMV. Now tell oh, God them damn. to imagine the government controlling their health care. Oh, God damn. That's exactly what it would be like. That is a good if argument. The government take over health care. They you like the DMV? They you like the DMV? Quality of health Plunging you and your family to a downward spiral where your health care is being beholden to an unelected government bureaucrat in Washington. I mean, currently, our health care is uh, being is currently um, <clears throat> being fucked around with um, fucking employers who all they care about is their goddamn money. They don't give a shit about your fucking about you at all. So, I mean, downward spiral, higher costs is what she's talking about. There is a downward spiral of healthcare costs right now where, um, <clears throat> like I said, you're quite literally priced to death, where you're going to be in a downward spiral financially to go bankrupt. Due to Medicare costs, so this is the last part. Contrast: President Trump is expanding health care and access, bringing down costs. Thanks to President Trump, the harmful Obamacare individual mandate has been repealed. A record number of generic drugs have been approved. Millions of Americans have been provided with access to more affordable, short-term, limited-duration plans and associated health plans. But why are 27 and a half million people uncovered? Now those are results. Now that's the end of that fucking video with this stupid ass um, music. Uh, do I give a shit about this one? Trump is the quality life of all African Americans. For example, Trump is the first time I give the people... Yeah, no. Oh, here's here's an interesting one. All capitalism. Big government socialism. See what this shit's about. This is one of my favorite questions and something people ask me all the time. Which of the Democrats do you want as an opponent for President Trump? The truth is, it doesn't matter who survives their nasty primary season. Because whoever emerges as the Democrat nominee will be running on the same set of issues no matter who is carrying their banner. They'll be running on a government takeover of health care, which means the Not actually. There's um, some candidates who do not believe in that. Of private like how we just went to Pete Buttigieg. Medicare for all water. Sponsored health insurance. At the same time, they'll promise free taxpayer-funded health care for illegal immigrants. While they're at it, they'll stop enforcing our immigration. See, here's one thing that they always, um, they always, they always try and drive the point down to. It's like they're trying to take our taxes and 
with the goddamn illegal immigrants. Well, it's that's funny because literally they're they're like isolating the immigrants as if as if it's only going to them or something. Literally, Medicare for all, everyone in the country getting coverage. That includes illegal immigrants, I mean, uh, undocumented immigrant, immigrants because they're in the country. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why you need to, um, like, isolate that and also open borders. No one's for open borders. They'll embrace the extreme environmentalist agenda of the Green New Deal and the war on energy that goes with it. That means an attack on the energy sources you use for transportation and to heat and cool your home. It means sky-high energy bills and the loss of 10 million jobs across our country. And they're going to repeal President Trump's tax cuts, which means a tax increase on nearly every American just to pay for all of this. Um, uh, what's going to happen with the Trump tax cuts? You're going to have a fucking recession. That's what's going to happen from that. Uh, so, I mean, it'd be nice to repeal that. That is big government socialism. And, and no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, seeing as he's acting as if all the Democrats are going to be like, mm, this is socialist. The only one who is a socialist is Bernie Sanders. So, President Trump's record of low taxes, low unemployment, higher wages, more energy, and incredible job growth. Any Democrat doesn't stand a chance, no matter who okay. it is. That was a dumb one. Let's see the next one. Trump, Trump is proving it's possible to have a strong economy and a clean environment at the same time. Let's see. Holidays are rough, especially when Democrats and liberal members of your family try and tell you fake news that the media spins about President Trump and his accomplishments. People may incorrectly tell you that President Trump is doing nothing to help our environment. But the facts tell a different story. President Trump continues to advance realistic solutions to reduce emissions while promoting economic growth. America's environmental record is one of the strongest in the world. And the U.S. has always been a world leader in reducing carbon emissions for over a decade. We have the cleanest air on record and remain a global leader for clean air water. President Trump clean has water. important steps to restore, preserve, and protect our land, air, and waters. Like what? Can you give like an example? Can you give an example of these many Oh, he's um he's doing all this, he's gonna he's like cleaning up the air. He's like taking an air freshener, he's cleaning that air. And also He's cleaning the drinking waters. He's taking importance. What are these important steps? Please go ahead and tell me what are these um, imp- what are these important steps that he's taken to preserve our land, air, and waters? Please inform me of this shit. I really want to know. Protect our land, air, and waters. Meanwhile, China will remain the chief emitter of CO two emitting more than the U.S. and the EU combined. Combined. President Trump has paved the way for more energy infrastructure development, ensuring American... And uh, we pulled out of the uh, Climate Paris Climate Accord. Um, 
that doesn't seem like a very, I don't know, step to the um, climate, to, to um, the preserving the environment. Because it's going to take global effort. And you're talking about China, goddamn China, goddamn China. We're like, oh, look at China, they're doing that. We're so perfect over here. Um, so, I mean, if it's a global effort and you, you join the global climate accord, which is literally steps to, um, take all these countries, right. And create a, create a combined effort to tackle climate change. So we don't, I don't know, get fucking, uh, we don't fucking die in like 20 fucking years, but no, you exit out of that and you point fingers at China. President Trump approved the Dakota Access Pipeline, the Keystone XL what the Pipeline, fuck? and the new Burgos Pipeline. America is now the world's largest oil producer. So, in 2017, the United States... So, in the same... So, you contradict yourself in the same video, right? So, you're like, um... We're so great. Oh, my God. He's cleaning up all the air. Oh, my God. We're the largest... We approved the Keystone XL Pipeline. We're the largest... Um... <clears throat> we're the largest, um... Producer of oil, net natural gas exporter. So I mean, <clears throat> yet you talk about um, China being the, a chief emitter of CO two when you are still in this industry, and apparently you're the chief emitter of <clears throat> chief emitter of um, largest oil producer. The largest oil producer. I mean, um, like, how do how do um, how does that go in? How does that how does that work together? She, he's. Uh, it says proving it's possible to have a strong economy, and while having a clean environment. How do how does um, the Dakota Access pipe, Pipeline, Keystone XL Pipeline? How does being the largest oil producer um, <clears throat> go with uh, climate? Go with um, having a clean environment. You can't, you can't talk about China being a chief emitter of CO two, and then in the same breath saying we're a chief emitter of fucking oil. Which guess what? You burn the oil. It's a fucking greenhouse gas. What do we know about greenhouse gases from our sixth grade fucking science class? Well, let me tell you, buddy. They get in the air. They get in the atmosphere, okay, and this and the molecule of a, um, <clears throat> of a of a greenhouse gas. What does it do? I mean, it allows it to um, intake the heat from the sun. It either releases it into this in space or back to or to Earth. Normally, this is this is okay. The greenhouse effect. Normally, this is okay. The greenhouse effect. You have. Um, more uh radiate more uh heat escaping the space like in a normal more radiated heat escaping into space then that gets beamed down back to earth but now what we have now in human accelerated greenhouse effect is you have um instead of more heat escaping in space more heat is trapped um in earth to earth making it hotter affect us is essentially Dutch ovening the goddamn earth. Because there's so much of these goddamn things. So, so you can't just say that.
you can't just talk about China being a chief emitter of CO2 and then you being a chief emitter, <clears throat> chief producer of fucking oil. So they're just going to do this for the rest of the video. So I'm just going to go to the next one, which is Democrats will eliminate all fossil fuel production under the Green New New Deal. We use 10 million, whatever the fuck just happened. Family holidays, full of love, full of laughter, and full of the inevitable conversations with the family liberal who just does not want to believe how great America is doing with President Trump in office. Thanks to President Donald Trump, the American energy revolution is now underway. America is now the world's largest oil producer. Again, 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 like again, with the largest oil producer. With the largest oil producer. We're the largest oil producer yet. Oh, we're so like aware about the climate. The very fact that you're a large oil producer means you're contributing greatly to this. And you're proud of contributing to it. So you can't get mad at <clears throat> if China were to be like, "Oh, we're the we're the 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 the, the, the chief emitter of CO 2 because that's basically what you're saying. Became a net natural gas exporter for the first time in 60 years. Crude oil exports nearly doubled in 2018, reaching a record average of two million barrels a day. Coal exports reached their highest level in five years in 2018. By unlocking America's energy potential, President Trump has produced affordable, reliable, and plentiful energy for all Americans. Compare that record to what 2020 Democrats continue to champion, the radical $93 trillion Green New Deal. Yeah, you heard that right. It's estimated to cost a whopping $93 trillion. Ask your family member what a $93 trillion Green New Deal might mean for their heating bills in the winter or commuting costs. If we taxed everything, I hate my fucking cat. I hate my fucking cat. It would take 10 years to pay off the $93 trillion cost. Or how would you push American jobs? Okay, stop, 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 stop. I don't know where the fuck you heard $93 trillion, but um, Bernie Sanders' uh, Green New Deal uh, is showing $16.3 trillion. Um, <clears throat> so I'm reading from a Vox article here saying, the plan generates money from various sources is how it's going to get the money, including $6.4 trillion in revenue, from selling energy via power marketing authorities, $2.3 trillion from income tra- taxes from new jobs created under the plan, and $1.2 from reducing military expenses related to protecting oil shipping routes. The military expenses. <clears throat> so, I mean, the money would all would then be spent across many different clean energy and climate adaption programs. $40 billion for a climate justice resiliency fund for under-resourced groups like Native Americans, people with disabilities, and elderly people to prepare for climate change. 
$200 billion for the United Nations Green Climate Fund to help others, con- other countries reduce their emissions, $1.52 trillion to deploy renewable uh, energy, and, 8. <clears throat> and $852 billion for energy storage, $526 billion for underground high voltage direct current power, power, transition net, power transmission network. The proposal aims to pay itself over 15 years, and according to Sanders, the price tag is a bargain compared to the business-as-usual climate trajectory. Economists estimate that if we uh, do not take action, we will lose $34 trillion in economic activity by the end of the century, according to the plan. So, um, yeah, I mean, what's tr- what Trump is doing, he's like, oh, let's not tinker around here, tinker that, while also still being the biggest producer of oil, which definitely isn't going to help the climate change at all. I mean, you think, yeah, economy's going to be doing fine with all this oil and shit right now, but um, <clears throat> it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. If you do nothing over climate change, it's going to come back and bite you over the ass. But anyway, moving on. Um, this is the end. This is the end of uh, half one. Going to take a little, a little uh, music break here and um, see you in the next half, which is where we're making it to the last half of this decade, the 2010s. The last half of this uh, this inquiry season. Amen. Um, I'll just uh, see you then.
money and I spent a lot of time The trip we made to Hollywood is etched upon my mind After all the things we've done and seen to find another man The things you think are useless I can't understand Are you reeling in the years? Showing away the time Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Are you reeling in the years? Showing away the time Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? We're back. Last half of Inquiry of the Decade. Here. Um, and um, I'm sure as you're all aware, there was, of course, a debate. I already covered it. This is PBS debate, PBS uh, NewsHour debate, uh, on the, in December. Last debate of the year as well. Sixth Democratic debate. Um, but after debates, after the debates, mainstream media, they always um, look to push this narrative of this next big candidate. Or they try and push the narrative of who they thought won the debate. I mean, it's usually some centrist dickhead. Um, <clears throat> Basically, just anyone who is not Bernie Sanders. They even go for um, Elizabeth Warren over Sanders. Anyone who isn't Sanders and and is doing and is not, you know, just one of the, one of the lowest of the low bottom people, like fucking Hickenlooper or whatever. Uh, but they always like to push this narrative, and um, what they do is they uh, do this little focus group. In um, and in this video I'm about to show you, they have 11 Iowa voters. Uh, the title of this YouTube video is 10 of 11 Iowa voters picked this Democrat after the debate." And uh, spoiler alert, uh, they're pushing Klobuchar. Yes, you heard that correct, Klobuchar. They're saying 10 out of 11 Iowa voters picked Amy Klobuchar for who won the debate. Which, honestly, if you're a voter and you pick Amy Klobuchar, either you're just fucking retarded 
or you're definitely you're definitely acting and these aren't your actual feelings but um how about let's take a look look at this video here we've watched all the presidential debates with the same group of iowa democrats who do you think did best in this debate amy klobuchar 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 and biden klobuchar and biden klobuchar and warren klobuchar klobuchar and warren klobuchar sanders up, oh, we got one one Sanders, one Sanders, guys. I repeat, one Sanders. Amy Klobuchar was picked by ten of these eleven Johnson County, Iowa Democrats. She just comes across as having thoughtful, specific answers and not rehearsed talking. <laughs> when the other ones were, you know, bickering, she was there to diffuse it and bring focus back on why they were there. Another consensus among this group. The belief that Joe Biden had his strongest debate. His answers were direct. He stayed focused and um, just reminded me of the eight years under Obama. I mean, some that brought those memories back for me. What was the most important <laughs> moment of the debate for you? Well, this is a little bit of a macro perspective, but I've been waiting a long time for a woman president in the United States. I'll be 75 on Monday. <laughs> so I, thank you. I am so excited to see two women on that debate stage who just did so well. And I am so proud of them. And I think either one of them would be a magnificent president. The most important part of this debate was very important to me personally as a transgender person, hearing Bernie Sanders say that his health care plan would explicitly cover trans health care. This nigga knows what's up. This nigga knows what's up. At these Democrats, all were undecided. Temple Hyatt decided on Elizabeth Warren a few debates back. Roseanne Cook picked Amy Klobuchar before the last debate. And now, six more are no longer undecided. Okay, Janice? Caucusing for Amy Klobuchar. Lakeisha? I'll be caucusing for Warren. Okay, Elias? Bernie Sanders. Notably, three this others nigga have chosen a candidate who did not qualify for this debate. Lucina? I'll be caucusing for Cory Booker. What a loser. Yes, okay. I do. Okay, Leslie? Cory Booker. Corey what Booker, a loser. Also. And your husband, Scott? Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Cory Booker. And why Cory Booker? Because he's endemically kind, intelligent, and he wants to unite the country. Oh, my God. Nero Bohannon Kumar, Eugene Malone, and Ed Cranston remain undecided. Are you going to stay undecided in the last second? You guys, stay tuned. <laughs> voters so notice how um with everyone but the sanders uh guy the nigga who knows what's up notice how none of them talked about policy at all none of them about why they want to support you you go back um when the woman was asked why she wants to support uh cory booker she's like um he's kind what? Hi, Cory Booker. Because he's endemically kind, intelligent, and he wants to unite the country. What the? F what kind of response is that, dude? No policy whatsoever. This is this is what's happening, dude. You know, you push in these candidates, and you can't even name a fucking policy that you support them for. You can't even like. Why do you support them? I can name why I support Bernie Sanders. Universal health care, I like this plan for universal health care. I like the Green New Deal. 
ideologically aligned with him on basically almost all fucking, um, pretty much all uh, policy issues. These dickheads. If I was in this, if I was in this, um, fucking, uh, gay little focus group, I would be sounding off at the mouth. I'd be smacking my fucking lips about why I support Bernie Sanders from a policy standpoint. These motherfuckers are talking about, oh my god, he's nice. He wants to unite the country. You see, that's something I never really understood. Unite the country. Unite the country how? If Cory Booker gets in the White House, what is he going to do? Fucking literally nothing. Okay? And, um, uh, what's the, the black woman was like, um, he reminds me of the Obama years. So basically, continuing the status quo is what she's for. I mean, no policy whatsoever except for my um my homie, my Sanders homie over here. And uh, the <clears throat> what I thought I you I don't know if you heard me chuckle a bit, but um uh the old woman was like I mean no who whoever was like. Oh, um, you know, I feel like she she really has like a plan for stuff, and she doesn't focus on these uh one-liners, these um rehearsed lines. And I'm like, brethren, you realize that's literally all she was doing for all these debates, correct? You do realize this, right? She literally is like. I forget some of the stupid, um, cheesy ass fucking lines she had in the debates. It was like, um, fuck, what did she say? Uh, well, whatever the fuck. But anyway, she literally—that's literally all she rehearsed. All she was talking about was these stupid ass rehearsed lines, and you're talking about. She's the only candidate who uh, didn't have, uh, you know who didn't have rehearsed lines? Bernie fucking Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Um, I don't know what these guys are smoking. Um, But um, what is is funny here is the like-to-dislike ratio of, um, of this video. The CNN video, you have 436,000 views, 12,000 likes, I mean dislikes, to 2.6 thousand dis, I mean, uh, likes. I said 12,000 dislikes to 2.6 thousand likes. Y'all, don't know be buying this shit, bro. <clears throat> Some of these comments here. I would rather vote for the giant island of garbage floating around the Pacific Ocean than Amy Klobuchar. They gathered all of Amy. <laughs> they gathered all of Amy's fans and put them together in one room. <laughs> I wonder why people don't trust CNN. They try trying so hard to make Klobuchar a candidate now that Harris is dead. Facts though, because remember. They always move on to the next. Remember, at first it was like Pete Buttigieg. No, at first it was Biden. Biden started being an, a dickhead, like a trash. And um, <clears throat> and then you went to Pete. All he had really going from, for him was he was gay and he could speak more than one language. And then for a bit they had Kamala Harris. 
Like, oh, wow, look at her. Now it looks like they're moving over the fucking Klobuchar. Your audience isn't buying your propaganda, CNN. Sorry, CNN, it's reporting like this that encourages Trump's fake news agenda. Agenda. Stop manipulating data like this. CNN is propaganda. They push a narrative, and they pretend to be calling balls and strikes. Thank God they're a dying cable dinosaur. Nigga's spitting up straight facts up in this comment section. How? What have, what have I been saying, dude? These uh, mainstream media, bro, they, they coming out here, they pushing a narrative, right? You see, I said this before, bro. My fucking uh, my podcast, you know where I'm coming from, bro. You know I like uh, Bernie Sanders. I come out, I tell you, you know I like Bernie Sanders. You know I'm a left wing. Literally, my uh, gay little um bio of, of this show literally says, it's really gay. I should probably change it. Um, a far left teeno- teenager with too much time on his hands shares his opinion in politics, in current events in politics. You know where the fuck I'm coming from. I don't pretend to be a neutral source, like a fucking objective object- objective source. I wouldn't be. I would be fine with CNN if they were coming out, be like, "All right, bro. Here's what we are. We're a centrist." organization here we're going to be pushing these centrist people bro just just uh take take it with a grain of salt bro you know where we're coming from i would like that like i would be fine with that but no but no um like they say they pretend to be calling balls and strikes but they're strikes but they're really really not and they're not up front that's the problem so in 2008 Donald Trump was in an interview, and he said some important, and I'm not going to lie, he said some, spat some facts about impeaching Bush, impeachment of Bush in, uh, in 2008. So look at this video here. Well, you know, when she first... And Nancy Pelosi. I met her, and I'm very impressed by her. I think she's a very impressive person. I like her a lot. But I was surprised that she didn't do more in terms of Bush and going after Bush. It was almost, it just seemed like she was going to really look to impeach Bush and get him out of office, which personally I think would have been a wonderful thing. To impeach him? Absolutely, for the war. For the war. Because of the conduct. Well, he lied. He got us into the war with lies. And, I mean... Look at the trouble Bill Clinton got into with something that was totally unimportant. And they tried to impeach him, which was nonsense. And yet Bush got us into this horrible war with lies, by lying, by saying they had weapons of mass destruction, by saying all sorts of things that turned out not to be true. What happened to the 2008 Trump? He was spitting up some damn facts, bro. I mean, you think about it. Um, Nancy Pelosi is so... Like, she's so like... I have no choice but to impeach Donald Trump. For um this phone call here. Uh, but... <clears throat> she didn't do anything... When... 
uh, the time was where she should where she should have impeached Bush for lying about the war. Now this goes back to Afghanistan papers that I brought up. Um, <clears throat> basically, the U.S. government uh, not only well not only just because of lying about the war from fucking being in the in the wars in the first place and doing what we did over there, but um, they were lying about the status in Afghanistan, and uh, the government was knowingly lying about this and um. <clears throat> And also lying about, um, lying about, um, the weapons of mass destruction, lying about, lying to get into Iraq, um, uh, because, uh, they, they did not have weapons of mass destruction and they did not attack us, um, in Iraq, but using the, um, the, uh, the same, bill that they used for um <clears throat> the authorization for use of force using that same use of military force using that same um uh for to get into R- Iraq even though they knew we, that they uh, shouldn't have done it um Nancy Pelosi I believe she even said that that wasn't grounds for impeachment and she she knew that we were being lied to and knowing this, she didn't impeach. And Donald Trump has a great point there, saying um, <clears throat> that you look at what happened with Bill Clinton. Uh, had an impeachment opened with something that wasn't important at all. I mean, you talk about a fucking blowjob. Um, and, you know, no one gives a shit about that. But um, literally, George Bush... One of the clearest cases for impeachment. And she doesn't do anything about it. So, I mean, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Donald Trump spitting some facts. Uh, Goddamn. His brain must have deteriorated. Who knows what the fuck happened to him, bro. But moving on, and uh, for this last session of this last episode of the season of Inquiry, since it is the last episode of the season and the year, um, I thought it would be good to do a, kind of like a highlight reel, basically, of probably the funniest bits um, on the show this year, you know, in the, in the ten episodes, or actually the nine, since this is up, up to this one. Uh... I thought it'd be uh, fun to do that and just get a little reflection on kind of the, you know, the inquiry season. And, um, yeah. Kellyanne Conway does it every, in every single interview, somehow spins it around to, 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 to show Trump as victim. What the fuck? How would Trump literally put a deadline on himself? He said, in in uh, two weeks, we're going to make a big, a really big announcement. It's going to be so big. Two weeks later, niggas are wondering where that announcement is. And then you're going to come in here and be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're such a victim. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You're not supposed to take a president's word 
I don't know how how um someone like this like like people who interv- interview her don't just end up fucking killing themselves after contemplating what the fuck just happened for years afterwards and being like all right fuck this this is I can't understand this you're going to have to elaborate on how that can inter- intervene with your relationship with her. The only reason that will interfere with the relationship with your wife is if you fuck her. Are you going to fuck her, Robert? Are you going to fuck her? Illegals. The, the goddamn illegals. And these goddamn illegals are... Look, I saw an illegal the other day. Fucking illegal. God damn it. Why can I not tell if there's an illegal living right there? I'm allowed to ask them these other questions, but I'm not allowed to ask either the goddamn citizen of the USSA of they or not. God damn it. God damn it. I'm trying to deport these niggas, man. God damn. Um, that is not at all how Donald Trump sounds, but, you know, whatever. Are you seriously telling people? Are you... Bernie, are you... I can't... Are you seriously telling people that diversity doesn't matter? When it does, diversity matters! Diversity matters! You're white! Bernie, why are you white? You're fucking white! Well... He's been saying the same thing during his whole entire political career. And uh, 2019 Bernie is sounding a lot like 2015 Bernie, the old Bernie Sanders. So he starts off, doesn't bother me personally. I guess I'm one of the, I'm just, I'm just one of the people who don't want to retire. You're like, why would anyone want to retire? I love my job. I love I for I for one love my job. Because that's not just fucking some little disagreement, some little tiny little disagreement within the party. Oh my god! But all, all together, oh my god, we can hold hands and suck each other's penises and sing kumbaya. Oh my god! If if the, if if. if, if, if Pelosi, you fucking suck! I cannot believe the president of the United States in 2019 just said, "Go back to your country, nigger." Uh, 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 Islam Omar came from Somalia. Somalia is one of the shithole countries. Then you want to come here telling us America, the greatest country on earth, how it is to be run. Well, Donald Trump, Trump administration worked so hard, so damn hard, has worked so hard to not, to try not to, you know, increase the conflict. As a matter of fact, he actually tried to de-escalate the conflict, and they're not abiding by the conflict. And they're walking across the red line. The red line drawn in the sand. They're walking past that. And Donald Trump ain't gonna have that. No, he ain't gonna have that. He said, yeah, sure. We'll pull them out, but... 
Let me tell you why I'm concerned about that proposition, sir. We're concerned about that because, you know, I'd rather attack attack them over there than over here in U.S. of A. And then Donald Trump was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, you're right. You're a sexy man. You're a sexy, sexy man. Sexy general man. Sexy. Sexy general told me. Hey, why'd you change your why'd you change your stance um on um Afghanistan? Why have you not pulled the cuz a sexy 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 ass general, sexy general boy, sexy ass general told me gave me no one. Tom Stare. I'm running for president. I'm uh, I'm running for president. I'm 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 going to take down the money in politics. I'm running for president. We're such a democracy. Uh, and you who support the Green New Deal, you want to bypass democracy and our people. She's she's beyond weak. I mean, I mean, she's fucking... <laughs> she, she's beyond weak. I mean, she's fucking trash on foreign po- policy. She said... That she said that she 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 ha! she's she's trash she she's be I mean I mean she's she's beyond weak she's trash actually f- on foreign policy she implies that Iran broke the ha! all right fuck let me do this Pete Buttigieg whose personality personality put into a sound is. Uh, uh. And Amy Klobuchar's personality put into a sound is Oh, 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 I'm from the Midwest. (laughs) Well, well, if I had a a buck for every time an argument like this came up, I could pay for everyone's college. And then you, Klobuchar, we're gonna build a big blue wall <laughs> and make Donald Trump pay for it. <laughs> I just torched them. <laughs> why? Why do we have the fight? Why do we have the fight? You got. You see, I don't agree with Elizabeth Warren because because she thinks we have to go too far, like giving everyone health care. <laughs> Why do we have to go that far? We have we have uh we have an opportunity when Donald Trump leaves office for for Medicare for all who want it. Well, I have bold ideas, and and um, I I I won before in in, in the reddest of of districts. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, um, why can't we, why, why do we argue so much? I'm, I don't argue. I sit here. Ah. She's such a loser. She'd probably listen to this podcast and be like, uh, that's not really a nice coverage of me. Shut the fuck up. I mean, this is not too dissimilar from when he literally, 
Fuck off, Henry. Trying to record fucking podcast here. Shit. Well, well, guys. I mean, wow. Why are we debating in a motherfucking debate? I I did not come here to debate. I came here to have sex with each other and agree on everything. Uh, well, uh, how, how are you? How are you gonna? How are you gonna pay for that? It's like a, that's like a lot of money. How are you gonna? How are you gonna pay for it? Nobody gives a shit about their insurance. Only thing they give a shit about is their doctors. They want to keep their doctors. They don't give a shit about the insurance. So if there's a fucking option. To not have insurance and just be fucking covered, they will take that fucking option, you absolute piece of shit. No, but that's about it uh, for today's episode. Um, and, well, the last episode of the season and the decade and the year. Um, I'd like to thank. Uh, everyone, um, although it may not seem like that much people, but, uh, those who have listened and who have been, um, very faithful listeners who've watched most of my, these episodes, you know, I put, um, I put a lot of, uh, work into these episodes. <clears throat> I mean, right now I look at the time right now, it's three fucking 58 in the fucking morning. And I'm recording this stupid shit right now at fucking, again, 3.59 now. Basically 4 a.m. in the fucking morning. Uh, December fucking 30th, 2019. And, um, I do this. I mean, I, I it's not, I don't earn money from this, you know. I, I don't, you know, it's not, it's not like, see, I'm doing this at 4 a.m. right now. But it's not really like a burden. It's not like I'm finishing of homework or anything. It's really something that I like to do. Uh, you know, I've I've uh, gotten into podcasting because of, you know, I like to listen to. I've been inspired by some other podcasts. Um, Sam Cedar, one of them. Uh, Majority Report with Sam Cedar. Uh, Secular Talk with uh, Kyle Kalinske and others in that uh, circle. Really got me into this. And I don't, again, I don't do it for money. I, f- I don't really fucking... Like I'm like I'm like anyone's gonna fucking watch it anyways, but I mean like I'm gonna you know like enough people's gonna fucking watch it for me to get an amount of money, but I mean you know I I do it because it's it's really it's entertaining. I love to delve into politics and you know do this, but um it really is. This sounds really gay and and stupid, but it is a labor of love. I'm gonna not say that ever again because that fucking sounded cringy and retarded, but um. But again, on the, on on that cheesy fucking white ass fucking Hallmark movie note, um, I really want to thank everyone who's listened. Um, you know, I really like to do this, provide it for you guys. Um, again, this is the last one of the season, the last one of the year, last one of the decade. Um, next season, of course, will be next year. That's basically how uh, seasons are going to work. I'm going to do seasons are going to be just the years. So season, this was season one. 
where I should fucking call season zero since we haven't started. But you know, it's season one. Fuck off, bitch ass nigga. Season one, 2019. Season two, 2000, 2020. So, um, you know, I just, I just, of course, I'm going to be doing a lot of reflect, reflecting over the, um, over this decade, as I'm sure you guys will. Um, you know, an end of the decade, it means like, is getting gay again, but end of an era. Um, I certainly, we certainly will be reflecting over political events because I'm a fucking nerd ass loser, bitch ass motherfucking nigga. Um, and um, you know, I'll just like going back to that gay note. Here's to another more another decade. Here's to another season of Inquiry. Um, I will see you next time on Inquiry, which will be next season. In a new decade. Um, but, um, see you guys then. And, uh, for the last time, and, uh, I'll be doing this for the last time for the season. And, uh, yeah. Well, it's all. Wonder what tomorrow will bring. Maybe a diamond ring. Well, it's all right, even if they say you're wrong. Well, it's all right. Sometimes you gotta be strong. Well, it's all right. As long as you got so much to lay. Well, it's Somewhere down the road when somebody plays Well, it's 